Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello, hello, hello. I just spent so many minutes recording to Bluetooth instead of doing this correctly. So I am a podcaster that has been podcasting for a number of years. (laughs) For sure. And also I just fuck things up all the time. It's fine. (laughs) I am Kristen Kelp. This is That's What She Said. This and the last eight or nine episodes are all experiments if you want here's a topic. I know things. Let me fill you in on those things. I have bullet points. It is so clear. And I am the expert. That is all the episodes before, like from 260 forward, backward in time for as long as you want to go. I will be an expert in no things. And this is my attempt to, um, to articulate things that are just coming into focus because my sense is that the world does not need more experts who know things at this moment. We need people who are willing to admit to their edges, to their blind spots, to their weaknesses, and to their strengths in addition to that. So it's not just featuring the strengths and minimizing the weaknesses. It's very much, here's a strength, here's a weakness, and you can decide if you would like to work together after you know both of those things. Um... What I'm finding is that content marketing and the concept of content marketing has just about devastated entrepreneurs, like just about fucking ruined us. And there's a sermon about social media that's posted with this. Um, That's that's a very fervent, that's my rage, passion, energy just rising up like, you need to fucking hear this, (laughs) which is a very specific mood if you're in it. And this today I'm in a tender, grateful spot where I feel safe articulating some things that are challenges, not just for me, but I think for every human who is attracted to paying any attention at all to me, if that makes sense. That if you're listening, there's some inner compass or marker or your gut or energy that's just like, I need to listen to this. And it doesn't have to make sense is the first thing. That what you're drawn to, what you're attracted to, what you're listening to, you're like, what is that? Why? why, why? You don't have to explain it. You just have to acknowledge it is the first thing. And thank you for being attracted, drawn to, or paying attention to me. That is a thing that I've never felt such gratitude for as I do after two years of pandemic and the feeling like that could just fucking vanish. Period. Um... It's horrifying. And being able to resume doing my work in person in some capacity is really, really amazing, and I appreciate it. The rule here is that I don't know what I'm going to say before I say it. I don't have any bullet points. That's the game. So I want to explore the tender places that you have in you And the promises that were made that have in no way been fulfilled, but that we ignore or run ramshackle over and then pretend that if a system isn't working for us, it's because we're doing it wrong. Instead of if a system isn't working for us, it's probably because the system was fucking designed that way and or the system doesn't give a fuck about you. That's how it works. Um, That many of the systems that are in 
at work in the United States because God knows I can't speak to the globe. I can barely speak to the United States in terms of systems. Um, that a lot of them aren't working and that's the point. That Amazon as a system is not working and that's the point. It's just to grab money from everyone and then shoot it to investors and shoot it to Jeff Bezos. And who gives a fuck if you put out every single small business in the entire history of the world because people just want shit cheaper and that's that. That is not a system that's working. And now I'm going to speak to one that I can directly speak to, which is content marketing ain't all it's cracked up to be. Controversial opinion, I know, and you might know this, and you might not. There was a time, I feel like, I feel so old. I turned 41 two days ago. I feel so old, because I sound like a grandma. Like, there was a time, back in the day, long ago, once upon a time, when the promise was, if you are of service to people, and you give them something that is valuable to them, they will inevitably feel obligated to give you something in return. And that's content marketing in a nutshell. That you lead as I internalized it, and I very carefully guard who I learned this from, but like, because there was so much pain and damage that happened. If anybody is ever going to give that person money, I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> but I carefully guard it because this individual is like the tippy top. Like I went to capitalism school with a person with an eight figure business. Like I have been to there. I have been all the way in. I have ghostwritten um, projects and uh, and books and really, 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 really profitable ventures for numbers of people. So I've been behind the scenes on, uh, on six figure launches, seven figure businesses, um, and in a variety of topics and places. I have the great privilege of being able to say not only this. So because if a person says I tried this and it didn't work in my business, then you're like, well, it's just you, it's just your business. Right. Versus if someone's like, I've been behind the scenes in three multi six figure businesses and an eight figure business. And like, I've like, I've had enough experience in enough places to see some general trends happening. And I want to speak to the parts of it where you might think, Oh my God, there's this thing I'm doing that's not working. And it's because I'm broken. And I want to say, let's rethink that the fact that you're broken. <laughs> so the promise of content marketing is actually pretty shitty. It's actually, if I give you enough units of value, you will eventually give me even more units of value in the form of dollars, slash euros, slash whichever currency exists in your nation. That's just shitty. Because it's, it's based on, at some point, this, this, this might have been true 10 to 12 years ago that the internet, because the landscape of the internet has changed so drastically, maybe 10 to 12 years ago, if I gave you enough value, you would eventually feel like, oh, you should give me value back, or you should care about anything more that I have to say, or you should be invited to go deeper, or you should be invited to work with me in one-on-one, that kind of a thing. And then Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook took over the goddamn internet we're talking about like one third of all internet traffic in which it is nigh impossible to leave the app. Even if you click on something to open a browser, that browser is a tab within Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. I believe that to be true about TikTok. I honestly have never downloaded TikTok and never will. This is a fact. If that means I can't have a business, oh fucking well, I can't TikTok. I don't give a fuck. Again, the social media rant is helpful there about why. But if you can't extract people's information or interest, uh, unless you're paying for ads and you can't get them to sign up for your email list, your text list, your snail mail list, your opt-in, your offer, whatever, if they're just 
taking everything that you do in and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And then you make more content to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. And then even more content to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. Does that feel like a hamster wheel yet? Or do I need to add more revolutions of that process? It's fucking terrible. There's also a shift and here is a, this is not where I thought this conversation was going to go, but where did I think it was going to go? Um, there's a, there's a, a latent rage that I have with regards to, here's a thing. It is wonderful. It is gorgeous. It is beautiful. Don't pay me for it. I'm going to give you this thing for free. And then everyone else started to do that frankly, because of the human that I studied under that has the eight figure, blah, 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 rich, rich, blah, 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 business, right? Um, That if everyone emulates that model, and now we're giving away, we're not just giving away a small value, we're giving away massive value for free. And then some of the acolytes of that individual begin to make like courses for free and classes for free and Facebook groups to go with those classes for free. So now we're into 10 years ago. There's no fucking way that somebody was going to give you a class in a Facebook group for totally free because that's an absurd amount of value to provide as a person who is paid to educate, to hold space and to teach. I will not be teaching classes for free in terms of a long-term, like I have to make a container, I have to make a class, I have to make a Facebook group, I have to hold space, I have to tend to that energy, I have to care for those humans. And that's something I should do for free because content? Fuck no. And 10 to 12 years ago, again, people would say, I love your work. Now they say, I love your content can fuck right the fuck off with I love your content. If you need me to do something for you, don't fucking say I like your content. Please. I beg you. I don't make content. I make books. I make podcasts. I make blog posts. I make workshops. I make intimate, gorgeous, vulnerable, delicate, wonderful, life-enhancing experiences that are simply like you, you can be in them or not, but they're not reproducible in any fashion. I make experiences of self and experiences of other that are deeply pleasurable, deeply memorable, deeply vulnerable, deeply intimate, and deeply, deeply fulfilling for everyone involved. That is not motherfucking content. So if you want to start to take back your power in the world of the online, stop referring to anything that you make as content. Be really specific about what you're making with yourself and then be really specific about what is the thing behind the thing. Like what is the message that you're trying to get, that you're trying to send? Because you'll notice that I don't refer to podcasting as content marketing. There's something else that I'm doing here. There's something else that I'm playing with. There's something else that I'm drawn to. And if you're listening to this, it is probably the same for you. That your life's mission, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Your life's mission is not to make content for Instagram every day from now until the day you die. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that's not your main life's purpose. So why do it every day? (laughs) Part of me just can't feed the machine any longer. And part of me wants to extract others from the machine. How do we do this thing of bringing our work to the world without the prominent machines that will eat our souls being a part of the process? How do we do that? And the answer is humans. The answer is human to human. The answer is human to group of humans. The answer is group of humans to group of humans. But it is never going to be at the behest of the bots and the Instagrams that we become more connected, more vulnerable, more intimate, more alive, more gorgeous, more evocative, more powerful humans. We're not going to do that work via Instagram. And if there's a part of you that's rising up, like, what about blah? Like, you might have an exception to that rule. You might have one to four people that are doing it really, really well. And that don't appear to have any sort of detrimental mental or physical health side effects to doing that work. But the posture 
of social media itself is performance-based. So where are the people who are not performing? Because those are the people that I would like to take part in. And I don't mean performing like making money, making work, making whatever. I mean performing like there's an act. I'm just not interested in acting. I can't act. I can't do it. I can't make my face do anything other than what it's going to do. I can't make my emotions do anything other than the things they already do. I have no ability to act. I have no ability to bullshit. I have no ability to play stupid fucking games and give more money to Mark Zuckerberg. I can't do it. And I understand that that makes me like either rare or valuable, depending on rare, like stupid, <laughs> like you're not doing, you're not playing the game correctly or rare, like, look at this. What the fuck is she doing? She's not fucking downloading TikTok. Are you fucking serious? In the past two years, I have spent so much time thinking about and analyzing and f- more feeling into the amorphous world that is my work. And it's coming really close. There have been, I've done this process enough times with books, with other projects, with classes, with workshops to know that there's a gestation period. And then there's a like, oh, it's moving through. It's moving through. Got it. Got it. Like we're in the, for lack of a better metaphor, we're in the like labor phase of like this shit, it's coming out. We're moving. We're ever so close. And it's been two years because it's from the before until now. That it's like, oh, everything has to shift. And if you're like, two years is not that long. Fuck it. Do you remember how long the last two years have been? <laughs> Here's what I'm finding. That I don't know that anyone else is talking about. Or I don't give a fuck if anyone else is talking about it. I want to talk about it too. There are a bunch of things that come with being alive on this planet that are just bullshit. And to me, it seems that a lot of the work of coaching, of providing guidance, of being sort of therapist adjacent in that, um, I'm very happy to witness your feelings, but I will not be analyzing or diagnosing or prescribing for you, um, is that we, we accept that the systems are exactly as they are. And then we have to work around them and just fit into these molds and models and templates and swipe files and done for you formulas. And even if those things feel objectively terrible, if someone says, well, this is what it takes to make this work, then we believe that. And I want to call bullshit on that. I want to help people live deeply meaningful and fulfilling lives. And that might mean that I help you run your business in a way that is human and humane to you. And it might mean that we don't ever talk about business. I'm okay with that. To be honest, having me as your business coach is just a way to be allowed to fully develop as a human while your accountant lists it as a tax expense. That's what it is. That's the game is that the government will let you write this shit off, but you get to become a better human in the process. And often your business revenue will increase by, you know, 70 to 300%. That's actually the least interesting part of it for me, but it's the compelling piece that gets people to hire me. So compelling piece. Can we increase your business revenue? Can we make it more pleasurable? Can we make it more profitable? Can we have a good time in the process? Yes, that's actually the least interesting part of it to me. But if that's what gets you to talk to me or to book a call, great, great. Bit.ly slash talk with KK, book a call. The fundamentally more compelling thing for me is that there are all these places where we accept this is the system and this is how you play. This is the system and this is how you play. This is the system and this is how you play. And it doesn't seem to me that a whole lot of people are saying those systems are shitty. Why are we playing that way? Let's not do that. Let's do it a different way. Let's have more fun. Let's make it more pleasurable. Let's make it more connected. Let's ignore the industry standard because fuck the industry standard. The industry is a machine. By definition, the industry, whatever industry you're talking about, heavy air quotes around the industry, it's a machine. Machines built by capitalism will chew you up and spit you out and who gives a fuck about you in the process. And that's what I want to stop. I want to preserve your humanity, your gorgeous, beautiful, tender, absolutely outrageous, breathtaking, awe-inspiring humanity as you do the work 
of, of bringing your work to the world in a way that is monetarily successful. How about that? But I couldn't give less of a fuck if you have a seven-figure business. Because what I have seen from people with seven-figure businesses, let me be very frank, is burnout, is despair, is overwhelm, is overload, is overwork, and is some of the worst I advice I have ever gotten with regards to how to do my work in the world. I paid so much money for it, and it was so the opposite of what I needed to hear. The worst advice I was ever given, and I took it, And 10 years later, I can tell you that this was a bad fucking move. Um, I tried to take it, we'll say. I tried to take it and I couldn't. And then I thought that I was a failure. That's a better way to put it. Was I was having too many emotions. And so it was guard your heart. If you're going to do your work in the world, you have to guard your heart. The opposite is true. The only, 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 only only thing that makes my work incredible for the humans that experience it is my heart. The rest of it, other people know how to like, just the, like, because at the, see, do you see how difficult you can hear? It's so vulnerable. I want to stop recording and like pause and redo. It is so vulnerable to be inarticulate in this space, in this moment right here. Let me gather myself. my heart. I spent the first three decades of my life being exclusively valued for my brain at the expense of my heart. And to continue down that path to say, guard your heart, just focus on mind would lead me further down the path of my earliest work in this internet arena of whatever the fuck we're calling my work right now and your work and like internet work in general, just the internet takes away a lot of titles the only thing that has made me compelling over the years is my heart. Because my brain, like, people can teach you about SEO. It'll just, like, ba-bing, ba-bam. Ten-minute tutorial. Brah! Secrets unlocked. But what happens when you have so much website traffic that your website crashes? Or you have so little website traffic that you can't get anyone to you? Or, like, what happens when... X problem comes up that you did not anticipate and that having the world's best handle on SEO in no way helps you to be prepared for. Because what's going to happen is that your business is going to affect your heart and vice versa. There is no way to do your most compelling, brilliant, genius, amazing, true to you, truest work in the world without the use of your heart if you want that work to be compelling at the deepest levels and fulfilling for you. Because it can be amazing for other people. You just go up into your head and you teach them algebra and that's that. But the algebra teacher that I remember saw humans and then happened to teach algebra. Thank you, Mr. Zelenka. <laughs> it was never about fucking equations. It was about, look at these, look at these children, look at them, look at these seventh graders, these poor souls. Seventh grade is nobody's highlight year. I'm going to see them. I'm going to treasure them. I'm going to make them laugh. I'm going to entertain them. I'm going to make silly jokes. I'm going to love them really well. And I'm going to happen to teach algebra. feel the difference? The people and the teachers in particular that you have most treasured and valued in your life are not people who are only in their mind teaching you facts. The truth is facts are infinitely Googleable. If you just want facts, you don't want my work. That's a hard thing to come to terms with. So I'm going to say it again. If you just want facts, you don't want my work. You can go to YouTube You can go to Google. You can get a free opt-in with a secret report that's going to give you the secret to making $90 million in 42 seconds. You can study capitalism further. You can get a sexy, 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 sexy PDF of whatever. Whatever is hot right now. Whatever is trendy. 
the longer my work goes on, the more I know that it's at the high, I want to work at the highest big picture level of your whole life. I want to take your whole life into account and then make your business be a part of it versus taking your business, making it the center of your whole world and then trying to fit your life around it. There's a big, 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 big difference. And if we put the, your work at the center of your life outside of capitalism and income and we work on making it fulfilling from the beginning and as it grows, then the money is like this lubricant that just feeds you. But if we make you a money-making machine that has no heart and no real value for you outside of, I bought this thing for 60 cents, I sell it for a dollar, that's how I make lots of dollars. Tell me where the fulfillment is there. Your heart's not engaged, just your mind doing shit. It's just, it's like if you buy, I bought seven properties, I hired property managers, I collect the money, now I have more money. Where is the heart there? And that's fine if you do that, that's fine. I'm just going to argue that owning seven properties and having property managers and making more money from having those properties and property managers is not going to engage your heart. And if you don't want to engage your heart, if you don't want to be a human, I understand completely. And that's where my work is. It's in helping you soften. It's in helping you see and accept and fucking love yourself and your work. It is, um, when I'm at workshops, the most angry that I get, um, is actually not about anything that's going on in the world. And it's actually not about anything negative. It is watching the humans in front of me deny, minimize, or completely write off their most brilliant gifts. And the reason that I keep my work so intimate, I mean, we're talking about I think right now I have 12 coaching clients. Um, there were five people in the Imaginarium. There are five people in Deeper, which is the Imaginarium 2.0 that they demanded after we did the first one. It's a really, really intimate thing that I do. The reason I do that is so I can keep an eye on your heart and you can't hide from me. That is both the gift and the curse of doing your work with me is that I will see you and I will love you exactly as you are. And that means I'm going to see the hard parts and the parts where you fall down and the parts where you minimize your gifts and the parts where you cannot accept how fucking brilliant you are. And I will gently and lovingly encourage you to think differently about your own life, your own gifts and your own work. And maybe that means you make 200 G's next year. Probably, maybe, maybe if that's important to you, but it's possible that our work together is just a matter of aligning yourself with your heart with your work and then bringing that to the world regardless of the numbers surrounding it. Because there's a very real cost to having an enormous business. Period. The bigger it gets, the more time it takes. And I know we can outsource. Then we're talking about managing people. The reason that I keep my business the size that it is is because I would be the world's worst manager. I have no desire to manage anyone. So all of the systems that teach you, and again, this is stupid 101 in terms of business for me. Um, and I, I'm not calling you stupid. Like it's stupid of me to not want to engage in this system, which is clearly profitable, which is I, here's how it would go. Kristen's seven figure business plan. Do you feel how, but pause when you feel the lack of energy there, the like, I can't even pretend to want this for the sake of this imaginary exercise. But just imagine with me. Kristen's seven-figure business. Number one, make a program that is infinitely scalable, infinitely repeatable, and hire other people to take to run it, take care of it, market it, and otherwise get people to sign up for it. Spend a shit ton of money on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, whatever the fuck ads to get people into the freebie that is... 10% useful and 90% a fucking sales pitch and then take their money indefinitely for whatever program that is. The next year get affiliates for that program have them do all of the marketing for me while I do the marketing and reap the benefits. Hire more people to take care of the larger influx of people 
to then go on and do that again for the next year and then come up with a different program and do the same thing so that now I have 10 to 18 employees maybe 24 employees maybe 29 employees and then you do it again and then you make more money (laughs) this is the same reason that I'm not a, a school principal is because in order to advance in the world of teaching you have to stop teaching and become an administrator and the whole reason that I've been saying I want to be a teacher is since before I went to fucking school, I was like four. I was like, what do you want to do? I want to be a teacher. I had never been, I had never set foot in a fucking school and I'm telling my mom I want to be a teacher. It's always been clear, except for the phase where I wanted to be Indiana Jones. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, Indiana Jones isn't real? Okay, then I go back to wanting to be a teacher. Got it, got it, got it. Mostly being an archaeologist is just like sitting in dust and picking at the dirt in shitty circumstances that are wildly underfunded and undervalued. I'm good, thank you. I'm not that good at being outside in the desert. Slash, I'm just not that good at being outside. So teaching. If you want to, particularly in the public or private school systems, in America, I can't speak for other countries, um, to advance to make more money, you have to give up teaching altogether. Um, you have to give up student interaction. And now you're going to be a vice principal or a principal or an administrator or worse, a school board member, school board supervisor. And again, you can feel, please pay attention. I'm not exaggerating there. That's just a natural drop in energy. Like I couldn't be less interested. <laughs> teaching itself, the beautiful, gorgeous act of helping people grow in the direction of their choosing is simply not valued. And yet it is one of the most gorgeous, alive, most intimate, amazing gifts that I've ever been given or that I give to people. So this work, whatever this is, whatever this podcast is, it's not content marketing. Fuck content marketing. It is an attempt to have a conversation about bigger, deeper, more difficult themes that affect you probably whether you like it or not it's like the it's like the waters in which we swim so the game is how do i convey the work that i do and the word that's just been swimming around and swimming around and swimming around and i don't yet have the any of the phrasing around it but the skeleton of the thing is intimacy and that makes me countercultural because everybody's opinion about having an internet business is scale. That's it. That's the whole fucking thing. If you make paintings, make prints and sell 3,000 of them, right? Everything is about scale. Everything, everything, everything is about scale. And you're stupid if you don't scale. It's the prevailing wisdom. So to have someone step up and say, I have no interest in scaling. If you want to scale your business, if you want to go from X to 27x in six months I'm not the woman for you there are plenty of people who will take your money for one to five years and be so stoked to teach you how to make money regardless of what the shitty 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 systems that are gonna fucking eat your soul in the process do you get that that if value number one is guard your heart and then value number two is proceed You've already lost. You've already lost. If your heart's not allowed to be in your work, where does it go? And I'm not talking about heart work like therapists. I'm talking about like fucking algebra teachers. You can teach equations, which suck. Objectively, I was good at them. They were fun to play with, but they didn't have any lasting value in my life, right? You can do that with heart. Or you can do that like you're a robot, And when you get the advice to guard your heart, which I'm only ever, like, it has been 10 years almost to the day since I received that advice. And it is just now like, oh, that was a bunch of damage that got done right there. There it is. There it is. Why was I so angry? Why was I so bitter? Why was I so hurt? Despite my experiencing incredible financial success as a result of taking part in this program. Ah, there it is. There it is. Some of the worst advice I've ever received is guard your heart and then proceed with your business. 
Let your heart lead you. Let your heart be in charge. Let your heart tell you what to do. Let your intuition guide you. Let your yearnings move you. Notice when you are in desire and notice when you are not in desire. I guarantee you can hear it in my voice. I cannot act. I cannot. I have tried. I can audition and then I get on the stage and it goes poorly because I cannot act. I'm so bad at it. Hear the difference between I'm going to hold a few more workshops this year for five to seven gorgeous individuals in Philadelphia to do the work of growing, of opening your heart, and of making fucking magic from what you find as a human living in 2022. And we're going to do it in community, and we're going to do it well and gorgeously and beautifully in every way you can imagine. I make experiences that are irreplaceable and unrepeatable. Hear that. Feel that in your body. And then hear and feel, just for the sake of contrast. It's so hard to even say... I let the energy sink. I'm going to make a program that I make that then other people help me with that then I scale and I sell for seven to eight figures every year and then I'm going to do it again I'm going to do it again I'm going to do it again I'm going to get affiliates I'm going to do it again and then I'm going to make it bigger and I'm going to have more affiliates I'm going to do it again I'm going to make so much money it's going to be so much money oh my god it's just the most amount of money it's just it's so much money do you feel the difference in energy in me because you have the same goddamn thing in you one of the other harms that I witnessed as long as we're in mysterious shitty mentor harmland here we go is there would be an individual in front of the room and that individual would be trying to make a choice between I could do A I could do B and A The energy around it would be like gorgeous and soft and there'd be so much energy around it. It would be like, it would be like, it would almost be sparkly. There would be so much energy around the description of it and you could feel it in the person's body. And then there would be this other option that would just be wildly profitable. And I saw Mentor X push people toward the money every single time. That's my car window right there because I'm gyrating and gesturing. That is a loss to humanity. Because we could have found a way to make A, make shit tons of money. That's a guarantee. You have 25 brilliant people in a room. Somebody can figure out how to monetize that thing that you actually want. Or we could just go for the naked money. That has no energy around it. And that's the other casualty of this whole thing is that when you leave your body, your desires, and your energy to go for the purely logical thing, you've already lost. That's how I got married. It doesn't work. And when the advice is guard your heart make content marketing, keep going, keep going, scale, even if that's not what you want. If it's not working, throw more money toward social media ads and toward mentoring that will help you with these systems that suck so much fucking shittiness. You see how like the whole fucking system sucks. It should not be countercultural for me to say, sink into your body, figure out your work in the world that you actually want to do, and then find a way to do it. That should not be countercultural. But the first advice is guard your heart, i.e., leave your body, and then proceed with whatever it is your work is in the world. Wrong! I guarantee that the people that have changed your fucking life the most have not been outside of their hearts. I guarantee it. There's no fucking way that the people you adore the most, that you have met in real life, in the flesh, in person, I guarantee that they had not abandoned their hearts and then stepped into the room and managed to hold you in any sort of a compelling way. I guarantee it. When you have seen an artist perform with their souls on the line, you can't get your soul on the line without your heart being involved. You just can't. Where you've had shitty, shitty math teachers who didn't give a fuck and just talked about equations. There is always, always a Mr. Zelinka who is just fucking delighted by seventh graders. And happens to teach algebra. Always. 
And then even if a teacher did manage to get you the information that you needed, they, you very much don't remember them unless they also touched your heart. Like I learned a lot about biology, but I don't remember my biology teacher's name. She didn't give a fuck about us. She was riding out her paycheck until retirement. That's all she was doing. People know that and they feel that. And if you pretend, well, I can't feel that. Bullshit, you just felt it in the difference between the way I presented A and the way I presented B. That happens in you. So if, if you take anything away from this, it's stop guarding your heart. Come back to your full humanity. Let that be a thing that happens in the world for you and to you and with you and around you. Because when you are in your heart, you are alive. And when you are alive, you are so wise and you know exactly what to do next. You might need help figuring out what it is. We might need help discerning it. We might need help pulling it out of the ether, which is part of what these conversations are doing for me. But I guarantee that with your heart on board, you're going to go further for longer and you're not going to fucking burn out. Because the other part of having your heart on board is if your body and your heart are on board, then you know when to stop, you know when to slow down, you know when to take a break, and you know where to get input. You know exactly how to fill up, exactly where the nutrition comes in, and exactly when you're like, I am going to break myself if I don't stop. And you don't push through just because that's what the systems say to do. And please understand that the systems do not give a fuck about you. Capitalism does not give a fuck about you. And we have to find a way to survive within capitalism. And that the world is going to say, close your heart, guard your heart, shut the fuck down, put up more boundaries, hop into TikTok, make some more content, do some more performing and, you know, take some more classes on money making and you'll be fine. And that is not addressing the root concern and the root pain, which is none of that engages your heart. You're bored out of your mind. You're stuck in your mind. You're making entirely logical decisions that don't flow from your being. And so nowhere you go is interesting if you're not connected to the entirety of your being as you do it. Nowhere, nowhere. If you just take your heart, throw it on the side of the road in fucking Mount Airy, Pennsylvania, where I am right now, and then drive off and live the rest of your life, there will come a point where you come back to the side of the road looking for your heart. And it might be a year from now. It might be 20 years from now. You can lose immense swaths of time by leaving your heart behind. But you always, always, always have the ability to reclaim it, to center it, and to listen to it. So as squishy as this sounds... As like the words coming out of my mouth are like, oh, fuck you, Kristen, are you serious? My fucking heart. Also, it's true. The parts of you that are cynical, that have been hurt, that don't want to believe that it's possible. I fucking get it. Of course you don't want to believe it's possible. You've been hurt. Do you think I haven't been hurt? It's just part of it. Because the cost of closing is far higher than the cost of remaining open. The cost of losing your intuition, the cost of losing meaning making, the cost of losing the deep value and fulfillment that is possible in your work. That's the real cost of leaving your heart behind. And then all you get is money. If you have to trade your heart for money, fuck it. But you don't. And it's ironic to me that I had to go all the way in. I had to go all the way into capitalism. Okay, let's let's surrender to this person who knows how to do this capitalism thing. Like, ideally, let's see what happens. What happens is, I got hurt. I made way lots of money. I didn't give a fuck about the money that I made. And I got more disconnected from my heart. It sucks to be disconnected from your heart. And if you fear your heart because there's too much pain, there's too much grief, there's too much going on, there are too many emotions, you have too much rage, too much sadness, too much fear, too much worry. What if you're just not too much? That's a question I have. 
What if you're having a perfectly sane response to a completely irrational and insane world? And what if instead of abandoning your heart, you listen to it? And yes, it's going to hurt. That's a guarantee. There's no way to live a life with your heart open in which you don't get hurt. But the cost of closing your heart forever, of just making that decision, and you can do it consciously or unconsciously, you can do it with regards to your work, with regards to everything, the cost is unbearable relative to the cost of just getting hurt sometimes and then getting back up and letting your heart expand anyway. So whatever it is that you heard from this, because I was all over the place, right? I want you to know, and there's not a pitch coming, by the way. Isn't that fascinating? There will be for working with me uh, in business and the Imaginarium and all sorts of places, but there's not right now. Please consider that your heart resides in the center of your being. That's just factual. And then if you allow your heart to reside at the center of your work, regardless of what it is you do, whether or not you own a business, whatever you do can be infinitely more fulfilling with that one shift. That instead of, I don't like, the, I, let's use me for as a, so I'm not projecting. If, as an example, I worked at a gas station when I was like, Nineteen. I spent the summers working in a gas station. Like it was as exciting as you can imagine. Um, you, you know, you sell drinks from the cooler and take credit cards for gas, and uh, it's yeah, it's just it's whatever. I can choose to do that work, never making eye contact, completely disengaged, not giving a fuck, right? Or. I can do that work with like making eye contact, generally being friendly and being open to conversation. Should that be interesting to a person that approaches the counter? It's the same work, but if there's a difference between heart is engaged, heart is not engaged. And that happens everywhere, everywhere. That's possible. That's a fucking miracle. People that have their hearts in the game. Fuck, fuck. We need those people. I need you to have your heart in the game because if your heart's not in the game, who gives a fuck how much money you have? If your heart is dead and you have a billion dollars, are you winning? And if your heart is alive, my God, you're winning. So to past me who heard that advice and shivered and decided like maybe that is the case and then had to unlearn very quickly oh god 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 that was a mistake that was a mistake that was a mistake that was a mistake and who took 10 years to be able to articulate oh that is the worst advice I've ever gotten it had nothing to do with money it was not money it was in money a context but it was not money advice the worst advice I ever received from a person that I perceived to be quote unquote better than me at business heavy air quotes because they were monetarily better than me at business is guard your heart. What if the opposite is the answer? It is open. It is be vulnerable. It is tell the truth. It is follow your impulses. It is be as gorgeous and lovely and honest as you can, even at the cost of people perceiving you as an expert. Because the world, frankly does not need more Instagram experts. I don't need seven-year-old influencers who are showing me how to crochet. Maybe I do. Maybe I'm wrong about that one. Particularly just seven-year-olds. But but like... I guarantee that the seven-year-old Instagram influencer has their heart involved in crochet though, right? So wherever you are, whatever's going on, whatever crisis you're facing, whatever bullshit you're about to engage with today, because the world is the world, may you trust your heart, even for one minute more than you did yesterday. Just one minute. May you refuse to doubt your instincts, your knowings, your curiosities, and your desires. 
You don't have to give them any energy. Just refuse to deny them. May you be willing to see and to call out bullshit systems of oppression wherever you find them, even if they're being fed to you by, heavy air quotes here, experts. May you acknowledge that bad advice is just bad advice and you have the right to take your own counsel and advice at any point. May you acknowledge the teachers, the wisdom keepers, the gorgeous souls that have fed you with their hearts regardless of what else they were doing, whether they were driving a bus, teaching you algebra, serving you food, or otherwise engaged in the world. May you refuse to denigrate your own work in any way because it's fucking important. If it comes from your soul and it compels you, it's important. May you refuse to perform in places where it doesn't feel good to perform anymore. May you be able to see where you're being coerced into a system that doesn't work for you or a thought process that doesn't work for you. Maybe may you be able to feel your own deepest desires and to move toward them. And may you invite others into the process of becoming the truest, most gorgeous, most open-hearted, most precious, most alive human being you can possibly be. Thank you so, so much for listening. And I will see you again soon. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly scream sobbing in a private place between tasks let's not do that let's try something different this is a really simple format one gathering a month on the first tuesday of the month until the 2024 election so we're practicing the skills that we will need in november now And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.